Well, once again, good morning, everyone. Some people are still awake. Some people have already tuned out. Good morning. If you joined us last week, we looked at what it meant to be a wise builder. And I kind of shared that I have a passion for home improvement shows. I love renovation shows. Um, love it or list it, fixer-upper. I just love to watch those things. and I always kind of expect that plot twist that's coming, you know. It's almost like it's scripted where all of a sudden something that looked perfectly fine, the foundation of the house, for instance, house that have been standing for so many years, they get down there because they notice the floor kind of buckles when they walk across it. They get down to the foundation and find out something startling. The house may be 40 years old. The foundation is older. Or at least it looks older because it's almost rotted away. And then they have to go up and shore it up. And they always find out that because they have to shore up these unexpected surprises, if you will, they can't always worry about the gloss and shine of presentation. Because it's more important that the house not fall down than whether or not the shutters or white, or blue. And so, I was watching one of those shows when they found out that the foundation was bad, and it reminded me of that scripture in Matthew, where it talks about the wise builder who builds the house with a salad foundation upon rock. But then it warns of another type of builder. A builder who may be looking for shortcuts. A builder who's not thinking about the long haul, but just the then and there. The foolish builder, the silly guy who builds on sand. Whenever I would read that story, I was always reminded of the three little pigs, right? You got those two foolish brothers. One builds a house out of what? Anyone remember? Straw. Straw. What's the next one build his house out of? Wood. Sticks. And finally, you get to the last brother. Now, he was the smart guy, right? What did he build his house out of? Brick. Now, if you ask me, a house built out of sticks and straw probably don't have too solid of a what? Foundation, right? And if you're building it out of straw and wood, you're not planning for the long haul, are you? You're thinking of something temporary. But we kind of do that sometimes when we're in our own lives, right? The then and there. 
the here and now. We talk about preparedness and planning ahead. And we talked about this in Sunday school. From Matthew. About the ten maidens. Who all needed to make sure their phones were charged up overnight so they could use their flashlights when the party came. Five of them were smart enough and brought their external chargers and five of them weren't. And they didn't even bring a charger at all. So when they fell asleep, right, five of them found out that their phones had died. They couldn't even get it to turn on. And the five with the external chargers were like, flashlight. And so when the bridegroom showed up and said, all right, let's go. The five whose phones had died because they couldn't see their way. They didn't have a lamp to light their feet anymore because they weren't prepared. Because they weren't thinking ahead. They missed out. But the five who were prepared. Who planned ahead. They went. And the five silly ones who were not prepared. They tried to go afterwards and chase after the bridegroom to get to the party. And do you guys remember in Sunday school what he said to them? They're like, they show up at the door and they're knocking and they're like, let us in, let us in, it's us, it's us. You remember what he said? Do I know you? I don't know you. And he shut the door. I say that to say this. It is essential in the building of a firm foundation for us to be prepared. And to be prepared on what's coming ahead. To think about what's coming ahead. To build our lives around that our foundation around that. I like country music. Anyone else like country music? I know I have some people know. They're like, no. If it comes on the radio, they will change it. There's a country star who has a song. It's kind of based off of a old bluegrass hymn I used to sing when I lived over in the country in the Carolinas it says this world is just my what temporary home or back where I came from we would sing a song that says this world is not my home I'm just a passing through my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue but too many of us, when we're building our homes, don't worry about the foundation. Don't worry if it's going to stand against those storms because we're trying to store stuff away here. We're those silly pigs building it out, our house out of sticks and straw because we're not thinking about the long haul.
and we could be coming to church every Sunday. But if we open our cross brace and look at our foundation, would it be enough to stand some storms? We've had some crazy weather lately, haven't we? Did anyone else get hail? I thought for sure Santa's reindeers had came early. They were brought friends and they were having a stampede up on my roof. Either that or I was having chicken little syndrome and the sky was falling. I didn't know what was going on. I was a little nervous. I was actually really glad that at that point in time I'd planned ahead for the next storm and had that tree service come out and cut down this giant tree I had that kept falling on my roof because I was like, oh my goodness, if that tree had still been there, I would have not been sitting here because it probably would have fell on my house while I was watching TV. But we need to be prepared. For the permanent. And we're going to look at that. But when we're preparing for the permanent, I want us to keep one verse in our head. Short and quick. Philippians 4. Now, Philippians 4, the whole chapter, is good to read. But when we're preparing our foundation, I want us to remember this verse. In fact, it's kind of simple. I'm going to give you guys some homework, make you memorize it. Make you repeat it after me, kind of like we're in class. And it says this. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. So what does it say? Rejoice in who? The Lord when? Always. And again, I say what? Rejoice. So what does it say? Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Now, what does that got to do with what we're talking about, right? Some of you guys are probably wondering. We're going to make it work. You just got to follow me. Are you ready? Have you guys crawled under your crawl space to see how your foundation's looking? Temporary. What does that word mean to anybody? Not forever. Not for long. Limited. Not permanent. The things of this life will fade away. Whatever hardships whatever trials, whatever storms we may be facing. 
They are only serving to make us stronger and preparing us. That's why it's important to have a firm foundation. And one of those key things that's going to help us strengthen our foundation so that we can stand firm against those storms is to understand what we are working towards. Because if we are putting our trust in the things we want, or the things of the earth, and then a storm comes and yanks it from us, what happens to us? When we think the temporary is going to stick around forever, and then it disappears, what do we start to do? Let's be honest. Some of us begin to ask questions, right? Why me? You guys ever, ever thought that in your head at least once? Why do I have to endure this? Why do I have to go through this? I'm going to say something. Maybe a little burst your bubbles. Even though we are all special in our own right, when it comes to going through hard times, you are not special. Your brother and sister sitting next to you, the people you see when you're driving your car down the street, they're going through hard times. You don't know their story. You don't know what they're facing. Just like they don't know what you're going through. But here's the thing, and sometimes this is where we trip ourselves up in our own faith. This is what starts eating away at our foundation. This is what causes foundational erosion. Because we lose sight of the fact that what we are facing is only temporary. Now, let me tell you a little bit about that verse I had you guys recite. Philippians 4.4, 4, right? The guy who wrote that. You want to know what he was facing? When he was still telling people, you know what, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Do you think he was walking along, sitting at Starbucks, sipping his chai latte, with the sun shining in a perfect world? No. First of all, they didn't have Starbucks back then. And second of all, even if they did, that, had not, that would not be where he was. Paul wrote this to the church of Philippians. And you know what he was telling them? Or, um, he was telling them, you know what, hey, rejoice in the Lord. Do you know where he was writing it from, though? He was in prison. He was in jail. For preaching the gospel. And still, he was able to say, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I will say, Rejoice. How many of us have ever faced foundational erosion? How many of us may be facing it right now? Let's be honest, have you checked your crawl space? Do you know what your foundation looks like? Are you putting too much focus on what is temporary? 
You see, that's what Paul's key was. That's how he could say that verse. That's how he could say those words because he realized that this was just temporary. That the circumstances may last for a limited time, but there was something else that he was waiting for. You see, while the circumstances of life that we face are for here for a limited time, there are some things, though, that are never going to end. Some things are permanent. They last forever. They're unchangeable, immovable, and everlasting. <laughs> Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And Hebrews 13.5 tells us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Now, I want you to think of those words, but I want you to think a little bit more clearly about what forever and never may mean, because let's face it, in today's society, we use those words. We have BFFs that, you know, we talk to for five years and then we don't even know where they are right now. BFFs means what, people? Best friends forever. Or we say we will never do this, we will never do that again, and then what do we do? Let's think about that. God's definition of forever is a whole lot different than ours. If we're friends with Jesus, he knows where we are. And if we're not on speaking terms, it's because we ain't talking to him. Not the other way around. He still tries to call. We may just stop listening. He's always there with us. If we don't feel him, it's because we don't care enough to notice. And it could be because we're suffering from a case of foundational erosion. Our faith isn't strong enough to believe in the fact that he is there. Because we've been shaken too much by the loss of the temporary. That we've lost sight of him who is eternal. Of his love which never fails and never ends. The temporary is always limited, but the eternal has no time limits. And so think about that, what Paul's saying. He says what? Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I will say, what's that word? Rejoice. Now, who does he say to rejoice in? In the car you get to drive, in your spiffy cell phone, and how many friends you have on Facebook, on the shoes you wear or the clothes you wear, on what you do in life or who you are, 
can take joy in those things, but true joy. Our foundation should be built upon the joy of the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I want us to think of that word always different, right? We already said that forever and never mean different things to God than they may mean to us. Because, let's face it, we have made forever and never temporary. But they're not temporary when he talks about his love for us. When he talks about never leaving us. When he talks about his love that endures forever, we're talking about no end. The importance of that firm foundation. The importance of our joy being in the Lord. It's because we're hoping for something. We're looking forward to something. Romans 5. This is what we prepare our foundation for. This is what we're building it in. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace. Peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith. I'm going to stop right there. Faith. Right? We have to have a firm foundation for our faith. Because it's because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we will stand and we confidently and, you ready for this word? Joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for they, we know that they will help us to develop endurance. And endurance develops strength to character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how deeply God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. We are looking forward to our eternal reward. So many people, people who don't even believe can quote John 3.16, right? How many of you guys could probably tell me what it says? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Everlasting life. Focus on those last two words, right? Everlasting life. 
That's what we're working towards, right? That's what our foundation should be built. It's building it up to that. We're building faith in the fact that, you know what? We love the Lord and he loves us in one day. We're going to have everlasting life. That's what we're working towards. But too many times we've allowed ourselves to become distracted by the temporary things. Different translations say eternal life. Eternal and temporary are two very different things. And we allow our temporary life sometimes to govern us, to distract us. He sang that chorus to be like Jesus. This hope possesses me. As we're building our foundation on the things of eternal, we know that Jesus is the same today as yesterday, right? That he loves us, he will never leave us, he will never forsake us. At the very root of our foundation, which should shore it up from ever needing to be fixed. is the joy in the Lord that comes from knowing that he will always be there. And so we're going to play a song. And I want you to think on the words. And if you need to, do a little self-evaluation. Pop open that door to your crawl space and look what your foundation looks like. What are you building your foundation on? Who? What? Our joy. Rejoice in him always. But is that part of your foundation? Is he part of your foundation? Put the temporary things behind you. And focus on him and what is eternal. And if your foundation needs some shoring up, (laughs) 
And you can follow the words of the song. Make him your cornerstone because he's eternal. This is the eternal that we look for. This is the importance of our foundation. This is why we have joy. Because we know what is in store. We believe in it. forward to that day. Let's sing out on that. A stone weak made strong in the Savior's love through the 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for the fact that we, that you are eternal, Lord, that we can come to you and rely upon you and turn to you and that you will always be there for us, Lord. May you help us to rejoice in you, Lord. To find joy in the eternal things and to see beyond the temporary things of this world, Lord. Help us to build our foundation in you. And we ask these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.